Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. And welcome back to another edition of the Stuff and Thangs podcast. I am Sam, and as always, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by my friend Stefan. Howdy, cowboys! Yeehaw, How brother! Yeehaw! So this this week is a definite Western theme. Oh yeah, there's a snake in my boot and everything. <laughs> there's a snake in my boot. Um. I uh I don't know with this episode I am completely 100% sat on the fence because although I smiled a lot during it like the kind of the western stuff at the same time it felt really cheesy to me I I feel like this whole podcast should just have a backdrop of ding 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 like going off a little western music indian stuff it's great yeah it was it was, yeah, I'm exactly the same as you. I was, like, smiling the whole way through. Yeah. And at some point, just shaking my head, going, Oh, they found an old western town. Wait for it, wait for it. Tumbleweed! Yeah, yeah, it just, <laughs> it felt a little bit twee. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it and, we'll, you know, we'll chat a little bit more. But how you been, man? We haven't spoke for a week. How you been keeping? You keep keeping well? I'm tired. I'm, I'm always tired, but I'm really good. Yeah, I'm tired, but really good. Yeah, so tired my, in a good way. Uh that sounds different to how I meant it. <laughs> um, I'm just tired in general. My body has decided that what with the start of summer, uh, we've had a couple of really, really warm nights. Yeah, true. My body has just gone. Yeah, you don't need sleep. Yeah, yeah, I've had that the last couple of days actually. It's been yeah. weird because it's been raining loads. Yeah. Um, I realise our worldwide listeners are thinking, wow, raining in England, shock. But this Honestly, time, yeah, this happens. time last year, it was like insane heat for June. Um, yeah, we had like, our summer was May and June last year. And yeah. this year we're kind of like, any time now would be great. Any time. Yeah, any time this, you know, warm thing wants to kick in. I, I did wake up this morning, like proper sun shining through the window. And I was yes. like, wow. Damn, well, have I ever slept? What time is it? But no, it was sunshine in the morning, very scary, burning thing in the sky, not seen it for a little while. Yeah, very nerve-wracking. But, but uh, tell you, it wasn't the same last week. I mean, last week, yeah, it was hot, cold, hot, cold. I spent a night in a tent last week, and that was frozen. What the hell did you spend the night in a tent for? Um, So I went out drinking... <laughs> okay, that's it. That was all I needed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, I was staying at my mother's. And but she won't let you in the lives, house? My mother lives in this stupid little one-bedroom, tiny, tiny cottage. Yeah. Like, I can't fully stand up between doorways or in certain parts of the living room. It's that small. Wow. It's tiny. And it was like, oh, come round, bring your, bring your friend over and we'll have a, a few drinks. Yeah. 
Like we've got the pubs and stuff around here. Well, it's like live music. It'll be great. And I was like, do you know what? Not at work tomorrow. Yeah, all right. We'll come down. And then I realised, I was like, wait a minute. I can't. I'm definitely not going to fit on the sofa. Yeah. The other person's definitely not going to fit on the sofa. Right. Okay. Well, I wanted to have a tent for festivals, so I went and bought a tent. Yeah. And it was beautiful sunshine all day, and the yeah. the tent was too hot to get in. Yeah. And then at one o'clock in the morning, when we actually had to go to sleep in it, it was blooming freezing. Yeah, yeah. What well, did it stay dry though? Uh, it did. Well, that's that's so half the battle with tents. It, it is, except for now. The fact is, I still haven't weatherproofed it for a festival yet. I'm like, come on. Nice. <laughs> are, are you planning to do any music festivals? I wanted to, but I seem to have missed most of them already this year. Oh, okay. Well, I can We've get got... you in the I can get you in the Glastonbury if you want to go. Oh, now you're talking. All right, we'll, we'll talk off air on that. We will talk R- off air. Remind on that me. One. Yeah, okay. don't don't let me forget. But no, I I know a guy. Hey. <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah, let's talk Fear the Walking Dead then. Um Fear the Walking Dead uh this is season five. It this is. is episode three. Now, my friend, I do this to you every week. You do. Do you know the name of the episode? Yeehaw, welcome to Humbug Grilch. Wow, is that what the episode was called? Humbug's Gulch. Humbug's yeah. Gulch, yeah. Um, so, the episode title, Humbug's Gulch, was basically the name of this kind of ye old western... Uh, I'm, I'm guessing this is like a, a kind of almost like a a day out kind of place yeah, where people I've got would it go pre-apocalypse. Like not, quite a th- not quite a theme park, but kind of. Yeah, I mean, here in England we obviously don't have cowboys, so no. this, I, I is, this is new. <laughs> I really yeah. want to go to one now, though. Well, I kind of want to go to Humbug's Gulch. Yeah. That that sounds fun, but... They've even got a broth, L. Oh, yeah, that was kind of funny. That did make me laugh. He's like, they just serve soup. I am... So, the overall episode, like I said right at the start, it's a good episode. There's a few things we can get stuck into. Yes. But, I don't know about you, one of the things that drew me into The Walking Dead... I've said this on the podcast so many times, so apologies for repetition, is it was real people in an unreal situation. So, although the dead are up and they're walking around and everything like that, it it felt like this is... So I could put myself in situations and go, oh, wow, if that was me, what would I do? If that was me, what would I do? And there's that kind of... It was like reality-based, even though the dead are walking. It's like everything's real, but this has happened. Yeah, and that was one of the things I really liked about it. And Fear of the Walking Dead continued in the same vein. It um, did its best too, yeah. Now I, I know that there's loads of situations where people could point and go, "Well, you know, that's not very real," or etc. But to me, the, the music of the show turned into the, like this, <laughs> and the tumbleweed rolling down the road. The, the tumbleweed was my favourite co-host, like co star it like completely took me out of the episode and it felt like it was a parody yeah it was kind of like just in case you guys haven't realized john dory is a cowboy yeah here's a bit of some western music and a tumbleweed just to reinforce yeah so what did you think i mean because like i said to me it just took me out of the show and it went from being watching these people or nervous for these people to just being well, this is silly. And the only thing I can like link it to is other shows that I watch. Um, 
on the CW network in the USA, they've got like their superhero franchises all built around Arrow, the Green Arrow. Yes. Now the Green Arrow is quite a you know, grounded sort of character, is sort of reality basically. Like then they've added the Flash, and they've added all these different things that have gone on. But then you've got the Legends of Tomorrow, which is like this spin-off from all of it that doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's like a complete almost spoofing on the genre on a regular basis. Oh, okay. It, it kind of like laughs at itself as it goes. And, and it's great. It's, it's a fun show to watch. But this episode of Fear of Walking Dead, or, or more importantly, just that one scene that, where the music changed, you had the tumbleweed... It felt like the show was kind of having a bit of a laugh at itself. And it's like, to me, it's like, this isn't that kind of show. It was a spurred pair of heeled boots on the screen away from being a typical Western scene. There was yeah. a tumbleweed, there was then the music change, and then you saw a foot hit the ground. Yeah. And it really was a spurred cowboy boot away yeah. from being, oh, spaghetti Western. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, spaghetti Western is right. It just felt. Yeah, it felt twee, it felt weird, it, it didn't seem to fit into The Walking Dead for me. But, at the same time, the flip side of it, it was kind of fun. I did laugh and smile, and at the end of the day, I'm watching a TV show for entertainment. So, and I think after last week's episode, which was generally quite poor, they needed something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if last week's was poor, or whether I, I was just in a bitch of a mood to be honest with you <laughs> I, I couldn't make my mind up on that I don't think it was uh, poor necessarily I just think that I, I watched it and just couldn't couldn't find any kind of major points from it and uh, you know anyone who listened to the podcast last week and know I, I really struggled um, but this week I mean there's so much in this week but I think obviously the, the main thing to talk about or the, or the big thing in this week is Dwighty Boy's return we, yeah, spoiler alert for that one. Sorry, dude. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, they've been advertising it, so it, no, wasn't, I know. it wasn't a big issue. It just I, I the, made the, the, the spoiler. Mistake. The spoiler <laughs> that you gave me was that you mentioned his wife. That I did not know. Yeah, I so I sent a message last night. Uh, watched the episode. Sent a message straight to uh, Sam. Yeah. Big capital letters. Dwight. Yeah. And then underneath it, mention Sherry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really excited. Yeah. And I was like, dude, not watched it yet. Yeah, yeah I, I thought you watched it in the evening. No, well, I got into this habit of where I do that, I'd write notes and then we'd record the next day. Mm. And when I when I did that, I'd often find that I'd finish the show and just be like, ah, oh, damn it, I forgot to write down this or I forgot that. So I changed it up. So now I, I tend to watch just before we record. So I'll watch it, you know, do a bit of work for a bit and then... And then we'll sit down and record in the morning. So that's that's me now, and that way it's kind of fresher in my mind. Well, I'll probably st- I know I'll probably still miss bits because you know I'm still scatterbrained. But Dwight returns to the Walking Dead world, and he he's now in Texas, as is affectionately called from people of Midgard. Um, what do you think of Dwight? Return. I mean, I kind of liked that the character he first interacted with was John. Um, I kind of felt that that was a perfect... You know, we had the almost reversal of the John Dory, like the fish, um, from when he first met Morgan, which I quite liked. Yeah, it was just he just started laughing at him. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it's like, my name's John, John Dory, and he's like, <laughs> like the fish. 
Um, I, I like that because, you know, this is the second crossover from The Walking Dead. And yes. that means that both characters that have crossed over, the first people they've met is John. And both of them have yeah. the John Dory line where the bank of fish. I didn't even click that. Well, you know, I'm but a yeah, nerd. John is the first, he is the main link. Yeah, he, he's the guy who sort of links it together. But of course, the other thing that, you know, being a romantic soul that I am, uh, John and June continue to show the great romance. Are you starting to get nervous one of them's going to die soon? Oh, yeah. Hundred, yeah. Let's let's be honest here. The the Walking Dead universe itself, yeah. You're falling in love. One of you dies. Yeah, I. I one of them's going to drop the Enid line any minute now. Everything it's fine. for the rest of our lives. Yep, you're dead. Yeah, any minute now, your your head's on a spike. But genuinely, I am every single time. I, yeah, weird. I I just they're they're kind of like so lovey dovey and so. But talking you know, about oh fate brought us back together oh you know this happened but then we ended up here everything's coming up rosy for us everything smiles I'm like seriously you're and just asking for it it's like in a horror film going I'll be right back yeah no you won't no oh there's a noise outside let me check it oh dear yeah but, it's pitch black I'm just gonna wander out on my own mm. I've got to be honest though this is probably the first episode. That I've really, really bought into it. What, the there? John and June. Okay, have you been feeling it was a bit forced before? There's been a few episodes and a few scenes where you just kind of like, it just doesn't feel... I know episode there. one of this, it felt like... That that <clears> whole <throat> conversation between them was just like, whoa, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this one, I think their interactions were a little bit... Her kind of ribbing him about being yeah. in this show... Exactly, felt, it was more real, more jokey, yeah. more natural. Yeah, it felt felt sort of real. Um, Coming he, up with random names, and I can do this all day. Yeah, I can do this all day. I'm going to keep doing my Wild West accents throughout this podcast, by the way. That's that's a theme I was I'm going to. I was going to until I realised that nearly all of my Western slash cowboy like, quotes are from Woody from Toy Story. So that's when I realised that actually I haven't got much to say. <laughs> Did you ever watch many westerns when you were a kid? Not particularly. See, I don't know whether this is an age thing, because there's about, what, seven, eight years between us, I think? Yeah, see, my stepdad, who's older, you know, he's yeah. turning, like, the big five oh soon. Yeah. He loves them. He'll, like, YouTube clips from old westerns and just watch them smiling uh, and laughing to himself. And I'm like, oh, that was cool. What's that from? And he'll just look at me and go, you don't know? I'm like, no. You, well, because uh, every Saturday... Like, I can remember being young, there was a Western on. Like, there was, like, a Saturday afternoon film. My dad would have it on, like, in the background whilst he was reading a newspaper or something. Uh, newspaper kids, the way we got news before the internet. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Um, it was words printed on paper. Weird, right? Um, he'd sort of sit there reading, and I'd, and the Westerns would be on. I'd be playing or whatever, you know, I, I was young. Uh, but I remember all of them, like, to the point now that I see them come on, and... I think perhaps because of that, you know, like John Wayne and people like that. When I when I saw this kind of scene in this episode, it, it that's possibly why it felt so kind of twee and weird to me. But I, I get that they were just going for a bit of a homage, and like I said, I had a smile on my face, so it was entertaining as hell. So I got no problem with it. Yeah, I, I just hope it's not. Uh, 
an indication that the show is going to be laughing at itself. I don't think I this genre. Yeah, I don't think this genre works that way, and it shouldn't work that way. Um, but yeah, so, so going back to Dwight, because um, I was going to focus on Dwight. Dwight does reappear. Um, he reappears by firing on John and June. Um, John once again proves his marksmanship, hitting him fairly swiftly. Um, they then get to him as well. Um, and Dwight holds a gun to John, screaming, where is she? Now, obviously, you'd messaged me, so I, I knew he was obviously still looking for his wife. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> now, now, we found he's been getting loads of notes from her, so I've been racking my brains, and I'm hoping you can help me. Yep. The note she left him... Remember, because at the end of The Walking Dead, he went and found that house. It was where like his last scene in The Walking Dead was him reading the note. Yeah, no, I don't remember the note being like, um, and I'm heading to such and such, come find me. It felt like it was goodbye. So, but he must have obviously known a location she would go to. But the, the, this is him following her. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Him thinking after Daryl sent him away. You know, Daryl basically said, you know, hit the road. I don't want you around here anymore, or you can't be around here anymore. Yeah. He he went on his way. And I can completely understand him then thinking, well, I'll try and find Sherry. You know, if I'm being sent away from here. Then I then remember what Sherry sense. looked like. I would go across the USA to find her. <laughs> you loved her, didn't you? I really did. One of the few <laughs> women that beat Rosita for me. Wow. Damn. Um... I the thing that is is on my brain, and I could be remembering this wrong. So, yeah. Um, basically, she left this note, and I remember it as being like a goodbye. You know, we've been through all of this together, everything like this. If you find this, you know, be the person that you know you were. Don't be what this person that Negan in this situation has made you. And it was kind of that note that turned him to help Rick, etc. It was this realisation that he could he didn't have to be that anymore. Uh now I've just found the note, okay, and it's actually a long ass note, but she she basically apologizes, I'm sorry I made you into this person by making you do this for us to survive. And it actually reads goodbye. Now the reason why I'm bringing this up is at no point does this note say in any way, and I've just skimmed it down you know, I'm heading off, come find me, or anything like that. Now, I completely get he would try. Yeah. But why the hell is she leaving him notes? Yeah, a bit of a strange one. Because she's it's... left him that note to say goodbye. Yeah. Then why... Do you see what I mean with this? <laughs> it's like... The only thing I can... Th- I'm going full romantic here because, you know, it's Sherry and I will. Yeah. And I like Dwight's character anyway, but... yeah. That note was just left on the side. Yeah. If I remember correctly, it was like on the bedside table or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyone could have found that note. In theory. Yeah. yeah? So say a saviour or something like that had found the note, they would have thought, oh, she's disappeared, she's gone. Could yes. she have left him a second note somewhere more special that she knew he would go and look? Yeah. And another hidden note to say, oh, and hopefully you've realised to check the third drawer down 
where we used to keep our wedding yeah, rings or something me. like that, I've gone yeah. here. See, it's all about the romance. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. Um, That's my yeah, theory. Because then it I'd, makes sense. <laughs> I'd kind of, I'd kind of like that to be filled in. I think I'd kind of like to know. I, I like I said, I completely get him going to find her. I don't get her leaving breadcrumbs when she said goodbye already. Yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but. Yeah, no, I like that idea. I like the idea that he's gone off to to somewhere else that only he would know, and she's left a note there saying, "Hey, if you've come here, then I know you're looking for me, and I know you're you're my Dwight again, my Dwighty Whitey." Yeah, yeah, like um, the location of their first date or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Oh, you are an old romantic at heart, aren't you? I, I really am. I'm a soppy git at heart. Is is it all these Twitter women? Have they have they melted your heart and made you romantic? Well, don't go back to all of it. We know there's only one on Twitter. It's fine. That, that's a lie. You followed like 300 of them and you were flirting it up a storm, my friend. Yeah, but a certain one's going to get very jealous if we think that there's lots. No. No, no. she won't. She doesn't we, listen to us for a start. Oh, yeah. We've, we've never mentioned her yeah. name either. Yeah, so it's yeah. Fine. We, we've we've thoroughly established that she does not listen. And but if you are listening now, then it's definitely all about you. Oh, it's all but, about you. But if I don't mention a name, they, they can all think it was about it's them now. It's so all about you. Oh, sorry, I was I was off. I was singing. I've time stamped that one. That'll be a clip of that. Yep. Yeah. So about twenty minutes in, when our audience goes, we know why. <laughs> it's your singing. <clears throat> when we just see the like the our peak listening was around nineteen minutes, and then bang, gone, fell off the cliff. Um, but yeah, so Dwight is tracking Sherry, um, his wife, and he's and it's brought him all the way from the Alexandria kind of area, which I believe is Virginia, um, yep. all the way across to Texas, and he runs into John June, it's kind of like a nice moment, and he does this where he runs to the car, and the reason why he fired on them is because the car is one that in her note, she said, this is what I'm now driving. So he goes, tries to find another note in the car, can't find anything, surrounded by walkers. Uh, there was a nice little moment as well where John, of course, calls the dead the past. And he says uh, walkers. I yeah, love that. I was like, yeah. ah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed the terminology sort of being brought across. That, that was kind of quite a nice little line uh, thrown in there. Who's going to win? Are they going to now be known as Walkers or the past? Well, Morgan, of course, is the first character to ever call them Walkers. Morgan, in the in the pilot episode, says to says to Rick, you know, you're out there with the Walkers, have you been bit? And he's like, what? He's like, the dead, have you been bit? And it's actually Morgan who calls them Walkers, and it goes from there. Oh. So, there you go. See, I'm a proper nerd today, aren't I? I'm loving this. Uh, so, yeah, so that was kind of, that for me was kind of kind of cool. Um, and it'd be interesting just to see if Morgan and Dwight continue that and whether they get the terminology into the group. But um, Dwight is surrounded in that car. Um, John and June have managed to find a cache of weapons. A little throwaway thing in this was he found a load of blanks. It yes. was throwaway, but I think that's going to come back at some point. I think everyone... I, I just don't know why, but I just took a mental note of that, that they now yeah. have a load of blanks. And he said about how we can, we'll can we take these because we're going to need the powder. Yeah, that's what he said, but and I just I'm like, think... Oh, maybe that, they're going to start making their own ammunition. 
well, possibly, but I just think that keep it in keep it in your mind that they have a load of blanks. So if one of them turns a gun on the other and fires, remember they have a load of blanks. Oh, I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just took this mental note and just sort of thought. There's very rarely in shows like this true throwaway lines. True, and you do seem to have a pretty good gut instincts on these. Yeah. So so let's uh, everyone. Little mental note of that, they do have a load of blanks now, and so let's just see what happens. But they do pick up a bit of a cache of weaponry, uh, they have to unfortunately use a lot of the ammunition to save Dwight. See, this was my other thing. Oh, okay, with this episode, actually. Yes, bearing in mind, we're now what we've worked it out to be about six odd years into the, into the, the apocalypse. apocalypse, yeah, because of the time jumps and stuff, yeah. And you're telling me that no one saw a western town and has raided it yet. Well, it's one anyone of those... that works there would know. Hold up, there's a load of guns upstairs from the shows. Yeah, if I, I worked think... somewhere like that, that'd be the first place I hit because I'd know there'd be weapons there. <laughs> yeah, but I think the thing is, and I, I've had this conversation a few times with Alfie, when me and Alfie used to do the podcast. Alfie being American, and one of the things he points out to me is like being a Brit, you don't fully understand just how many guns we have here. And he's like, if you were, if you were, the apocalypse was starting, you wouldn't think, right, where can I find a weapon? You just go, right, where's the nearest supermarket? <laughs> because whereas oh, me and yeah. you, whereas me and you would be thinking, well, where can I find guns? Oh, there's that Wild West show. That'd be the last place anyone would go in Texas because all they'd need to do is go to the nearest Walmart and raid the shelves of shotguns. Uh, yeah, do, you see, do you see what I mean? It's, it's kind of yeah. like the obscurity of that. It does actually make sense that no one's fought to go and take the guns from there because they've got guns from here, there, and everywhere or far more blatant locations. Yeah, I've gone to the petrol station. I've got 20 yeah. gallons of fuel and a shotgun. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, with every time I fill up, I get a free gun cartridge. Brilliant, yay. Yeah. Um, you know, in Texas, they pretty much pour the kids, pour the cereal out, and a shotgun comes out of the box. <laughs> I joke, I joke. That's, you know, that's Alabama. We all know that. Oh, that's it. That's the rest of our <laughs> listeners gone. And the Alabama <laughs> listeners gone. Alabama, son. Um... So yeah, so we they do save Dwight. Um, another little thing that happened as well. Did you see the bit where Dwight was tied up, and they were talking about his burn? Yeah. Do you think that's fresh? No. Yeah, do you think that's from before? Oh, all is it, of yeah, this? from before. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, that's that's happened during. I'm guessing she's looking at it from a medical point of view. You know, that's within the last few years. Um. Do you think we're going to have a time, you know, sat around the campfire, because this is a Western now, where Dwight's going to talk about Negan and everything like that? Because Morgan doesn't talk about it. Morgan kind of gave very little information to Althea. Um, you know, if if Al was there right now, she'd be trying to interview Dwight like you wouldn't believe. Oh, could you imagine? We're not on time, you, until I've had a full story. But could you... Do you think that Morgan's going to want everybody to know... What happened? Because like when they do meet in this episode, it was a little bit awkward. I thought Morgan was a little bit like Morgan took a couple of steps forward, and there's a definite slight shuffle back. Yes, from Dwight. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, and like we we talked about this last week. Dwight will remember Morgan as an absolute stone cold killer. 
Because during All Out War, Morgan was straight up murdering. <laughs> yeah, um, he was still in the uh, Savage Rick mode. Well, he, he was having these issues, wasn't he? You know, that, that dead guy kept coming up to him saying, you know what it is. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, I do remember that. Seriously, we're like three years on. I don't know what it is. No, none of us still do. I've asked, I've asked the actor on Twitter. I don't think he knew. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> do you know what it is? I don't know. Tell me. No one knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that was driving me insane. But Morgan's what? proper snap. So the last yeah. time Dwight knew Morgan, the only thing he'd know of him, really... Is that during all like war? I mean, he killed. Say, remember, like he went into that station and was just like a damn Terminator. Yeah, that's oh, that's gosh, yeah. Dwight. You know, that's Dwight's knowledge of him. So that scene where Morgan like stepped towards him and he he shuffled back, like you said, I thought, well, that's brilliant because they've not said anything, but body language. You know, if you were Alicia or anyone like, that, would you say, oh, you two know each other? And Dwight's like moving away from him. You'd think, hmm. <laughs> You know, Morgan said to us he killed a few people, he's done some stuff, but maybe we ought to find out just how bad Morgan was. Yeah, maybe it's now time to start asking a few more questions. Ow, yeah. get the camera. But don't you think that's going to be an interesting thing? Because Morgan, as we, we know as the audience, is very yin-yang, very sort of one way or the other. Yep. And they've only known, this group have only known the kind of walk the earth all life is precious it, to to hear stories of this other version of him could be quite interesting I'd say that campfire is going to be amazing when they sit around that <laughs> it's going to be fantastic let me oh, tell dear. you all a story about a little man who killed an entire station of people <laughs> yeah. without even on thinking his, about it on his own one guy surrendered and he just stuck a staff through his skull um, one of his own people tried to stop him, so he then tried to beat the crap out of that person. Wow, who tried to stop him? Oh, a guy called Jesus. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously, that was his name. Yeah. Um, I, I just, because I remember when Morgan did that small thing with Althea and said about, you know, um, I came from a place, uh, one of the places was called the Kingdom, and it had a king, and he had a tiger, and she was like, What? We're circling back to that. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be discussed. Yeah, but now you what have... I did like, actually, about their interaction mm. was the fact that as soon as Dwight started to apologise, yeah. Morgan kind of shut it down instantly as if to say... It was almost like, yeah, we'll talk about this at another time, but not yeah. in front of these guys. Yeah, that because was Because if me, you yeah. say about it in front of these guys, they are yeah. not going to like you. Yeah, no, and yeah, I I thought that as well because, but do you think it also feeds into him not wanting them to know about his part in it as well? That yeah, I think kind of so. like that's yeah, no, not here, dude. Yeah, we're cool, we're cool. Don't don't bring it up. Yeah, yeah, we come from the same place. It's cool, we've known each other. Long story, long story. Don't yeah. worry, long story. Don't worry, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> There's definitely going to have to be some revelations in there. There's definitely going to have to be. It's going to um, be like Dwight's going to go off with. Um, Alicia, Alicia, and they going to go away, and they're going to start talking. And they're like, so how long have you known him for? Oh, I've known Morgan since he was a badass. Yeah. That would, you like, know, how, how did you know Morgan? Well, I met him when he killed eight people in front of me, and, you know, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it was a long battle, long thing. But, yeah, he did yeah. kill a lot of people. Yeah, because I, I know Morgan said to him, like, you know, there were communities and we fought against another community and we won, but I lost. 
Yeah. And it just it just be interesting because, like I've said, we always have him in this kind of battling constantly to keep himself grounded. Yeah. And perhaps the last thing he wants to do is to talk about that. Now, Dwight left obviously before the bridge and everything was being built. Um, so Dwight left around the same time as Morgan did. So they've ended up in the same kind of location, you know, which is fine, whatever. Um, but it does mean, of course, that Dwight isn't aware of anything else than what Morgan already is, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so there isn't going to be any case of, uh, you know, after you left, Rick disappeared or anything like that, because they left at the same time. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, they both disappeared, literally the same episode of the show. Yeah, because one of the things I was thinking about is, um, we talked about how episode one clearly had a little bit of a tie into the Rick Grimes movies. Now, that's obviously not continued episode by episode, which is fine, you know, it's been laid there a little bit like a like an Easter egg, so to speak, and we'll, we'll just see if, you know, they are looking for Althea, so therefore... You know, maybe we will learn more, and by the end of this season, I hope we'll definitely know more. But one of the things I really liked as an idea is that Morgan is the person that goes to try and find Rick. Yeah, you've said before that you kind of want them yeah. to be the interaction. It would yeah. tie it all back, wouldn't it? It would literally tie us back to it would, the pilot. Yeah. yeah, like a really, you know, like I said, a really nice kind of bow on it, so to speak. Yeah, that, you know, dove ended the story and. I'd like that from a Morgan's character point of view, and I'd like it from Rick's point of view. Now, obviously, Rick as well, I'd love him to be with Michonne and meet his son, RJ. Yeah. I, I, I almost, you know, feel that that's the perfect end for that, almost, you know, with the third film. I, I fear now, having read the comics recently, that that's not how it's going to go, but I, I just It'd be nice in to my have, mind. almost to have a throwback of that scene of him appearing and... Carl running up to him. Yeah. To have I mean, that... It would be again. great. I mean, RJ doesn't know him at all, though. No, so but RJ ain't in that case, it would be Judith. Be... Judith runs up to him. Well, that would be kind of amazing, yeah. And then, as Judith turns round, Michonne's there with, with RJ, RJ yeah. and it's kind of like, damn. And that's there's how it big, finishes. There's a big group hug, and it was Morgan who brought them all together. Yes. Yeah. And then the, Negan shows up and kills them all. With there the help of Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Negan goes full Negan. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Finally, I won the war. Um. I. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of a tangent going off on. But so for me, it was kind of been a nice tie-in or an easy tie-in, if you like, for someone to show up who's a crossover to go. Well, you know, Rick. You know, this. You know, we think he died, but no one found a body. Because Morgan would be the kind of go like, nah, that's not how Rick goes. Yeah, you know, Rick, a bit Rick's like, not a bit like Daryl. Daryl, you know, hasn't accepted it because he couldn't find the body. Yeah, and it took him years to get to a point where it's like, well, you know, I, I have to accept it now. I think Morgan would be the same. Morgan would just be like, no, that's no, he's he's alive. If there's and not I, a body, he's out there. Yeah. I, I just think that's that's how it would go. But anyway, that, that's you know that's by the by. That's kind of another little interesting thing. Then while we're talking about the Rick Grimes movies, something I thought of the other day. Remember when Andrew Lincoln quit the show? He did some press, and one of the things he was really really clear about 
is he would never be on the Walking Dead television show again. And then obviously they announced the movies. So everyone was like kind of, uh, oh, that's why you, you said, you know, He I'm never not said there. he wouldn't be on Fear. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's something I picked up yesterday. Um I, I was, he he said I will never be on the Walking Dead television again. I'm done with that. I'm not gonna be on the show again. He is directing a couple of episodes in season ten, but he's like, No, I'm not in a you know, I'm not going to be on the show again. And then, of course, they announced a film, so everyone went... Uh, that makes sense, yeah. You know, he didn't say, I'm done with Rick Grimes. He said, I'm not going to be on the TV show again, and he's going to be in the films. Now, if they're tying fear into it like they appear to be, could you imagine the finale of season five of fear, the radio crackles, and it's... Morgan? <laughs> that you, Rick? Damn. Or, or they find Althea at this outpost... And the guy who's got a gun to her head's Rick. <laughs> Morgan just being like, Rick? Even better than that, I'd love just to Althea to have a video. Oh, no, damn. So Althea's been taken off by these people. She's continued doing her journalism. She comes back with some fresh videos. She's like, oh, this community is nuts. You know, it's got all these things. And then we see the final scene and one of the tapes just says... Sheriff. Like, the sheriff. Oh, dude, I got goosebumps. That's the way to do it. Get Gimple on the line. That is the way to do it. Just have yeah, a few Speed random up. tapes, but the one they focus on is the sheriff. Everyone, please hold. I'm just ringing Gimple. Yeah, can I speak to the Gimp, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've we've got your ending for you, brother. Yeah. What? 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 No, no flashbacks. There's no flashbacks. What? Hello. He hung up. He, he wants flashbacks. I don't know what that means. Anyway, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, genuinely now, I, I think that would be just like to end season five, people would freak, don't you think? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then Damn. we could have Althea just as little cameo into the first film. It's all just a little cameo. Yeah. Season six of Fear the Walking Dead would then be Morgan trying to get to this location. Yeah. Because Rick's there. Yeah. Oh, mate, I've just set them up for, like, the next two seasons. Yeah, yeah, we've worked all this out. God, they should hire us. AMC, if you're listening, one, please don't sue uh, for the stuff I've said in the past. And two, you know, give us jobs. We'd be awesome. I've got ideas. I have ideas. um, But back to this episode, then. Um, The interaction between Morgan and Dwight, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that develops. Yeah, that's going to be fun. John in June, like we've discussed, is is quite a beautiful thing. But Someone's I am, there. I am getting so nervous about yep. <laughs> which one of the. I think John is probably my favourite character aside from Morgan. So I'm very nervous about what the hell is going to go on with that. Um, the other people in this episode, we saw a little bit of interaction with Alicia and Luciana. Um, they're kind of trying to find these kids. And that's the kind of other storyline to this. Um, she makes a plea on the radio and, you know, f- seems to fall on deaf ears. But the group as a whole, whilst looking for Althea, are taking out these roadblocks. You know, the walkers that were strung up. My theory, yeah. of course, a couple of weeks ago, because it felt very saviour-ish, was that yeah. it was Dwight doing that. But he's, you know, no, no, that's nothing to do with me. Um, but there are a lot of them. You know, he's like, you know, and I've not really been able to venture that far because of it. Yep. Um, 
they're taking them out and they're kind of marking on the map where they've run into them and it seems pretty clear they're a perimeter like a big circle so like it took them a long time to notice oh wait yeah. a second yeah yeah wait a minute it appears that this is you know cordoning off an area so they're trying to basically identify that and then they're going to try and move in on the area to see what the hell whoever this is is trying to keep people away from um they're trying to find these kids um alicia here's my dumb moment of the week so alicia and Luciana hit like a a, a man-made or child-made um Ooh. stinger device which is like nails on a bit of wood left in the road for cars to go over i'm hoping you're going to say the same thing that i'm thinking they then bloody left it in the road. They turn one over, yeah, and leave the other one. Well, they just left them. Mm. Kick them out of the damn road, Alicia. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, I know she turned one over, but still, there's one next to it as well. And you she then, would think, well, Morgan's on his way there, <laughs> so it's just like, right, well, I'll kick these out of the road because Morgan's on his way, and we don't want him to have the same problem we just did. But luckily, Morgan has got an incredible eyesight and managed to miss him. Yeah, top man, top man, Morgan. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, well, probably off camera they moved them, but it no, just they don't because like a... they walk away from them. But it just seemed a really bizarre thing to yeah, to do or him. not do. I just leave them in the road. <laughs> it's yeah. just like what? Um, so that so that was that. Um, but yeah, they are trying to find these kids, but they keep running into these roadblocks. Now, eventually, the kids do answer them, um, and they go. The, the whole group's together now. The whites there, you know, Morgan's there, John and June, everybody's together. It's late, and they go off to try and rescue these kids. And they find the van, the van's like covered, and they get into the van, and it's like one of the kids just covered in blood, freaked out, like, where are the others, where are the others? I mean, the van itself, it was wrapped in intestines. Yeah. That was creepy looking. Yeah, that was gross, beyond words. But when we then have the shot of the other kids, it Did appears... not expect that. That, that was a shock. It appears that the children are the ones putting up the walker fences. Yeah. Did you see and that coming? No. No, not in a month of Sundays did not I see a that chance. coming. I was like, damn, they've actually got me on this one. Um, well, we'd spoken before, and we genuinely believed that maybe it was Dwight. Yeah. And maybe the saviour days and stuff like that. Dwight's doing this yeah. to kind of protect himself or something, etc., yeah. We then went, okay, maybe not Dwight. It could possibly be the people that have taken Althea, yep. and that's how yep. they're keeping people away, away yeah. from the middle part. Okay. Oh, damn, it's the kids? But What are the kids protecting? Yeah, and, and are the kids the ones putting the heads in the trees as well? I'm guessing they'd have to be. So they're the ones who showed up at the truck stop and put all the... Do you, do you know what I mean? This is like... This yeah. is three young kids, and they're driving a cherry picker, taking out walkers on mass and tying them together with their intest. I mean, they wore their little body armor while they're doing it, like so. It's kind of like this is our uniform for doing that, which was pretty cool actually to have the the helmet, like the football helmets well, on, the I'm, padding and everything else. I liked that. I, I am pleased that that little details put in. It's one of the things we talked about before. The new showrunners. 
have been careful over yeah. details like that because in the past we just be like, what you're telling me? These kids are doing that. You know, they're in normal clothing. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, it was good that some thought had gone into it. But and silly things like him using the giant like shovely sort of thing to hold yeah. the zombie back, yeah. so that she could cut the hands free. Yeah, and then they were stuck to it. all the little details were brilliant. Yeah, I just it just took just, me by surprise. Yeah, it took me massively by surprise. So they, there must be more of them. It can't just be those three kids, and they've laid like a trap with this one kid being left with them and I'm, I'm like baffled what the hell are they doing yeah well, I mean g- genuinely I, I'm like why what how, what in the hell so I mean the show's done its job perfectly I'm like okay when's the next episode I want to know what the hell's going on with them damn kids yeah that's the thing that's what I'm now thinking like last week it left me kind of going what what was the point so what Last week's episode, in my head, I've almost forgotten it already. Yeah. We met a woman who disappeared by the end of the episode because she was radioactive, so therefore (laughs) she's going to go be Zombie Man, because we forgot to mention Radioactive Zombie Man last week. Um, We then saw something else happened, and then the kids didn't want to be found, and there was a bit of speech between them. I'm like, okay, that's cool. This episode is finished, and I'm like, I want to know what the hell damn kids are doing. Yeah, I want to know if there's yeah. any normal kids left in the apocalypse because nearly every kid we've seen now is a little bit cuckoo. Well, uh, don't get me wrong. Think about how old they must be. You're, we're looking 12, 13, early teens at yeah. best, aren't we? They're not late. So if I was playing years... with Connects and Meccano at that age, not disemboweling zombies. But they are six years into the apocalypse, which basically means they are literally the children of the apocalypse. They are literally yeah. growing up in this. Um, you know, they're basically the sort of age Carl should have been, but, you know, actors, <clears throat> 18. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of weird that, you know, they're on their own. It feels like we got a bit of a Lord of the Flies situation going on here. Yeah, I know, that I do know about, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so... But, yeah, yeah. no, it, it was really strange, because I'm looking at, yeah, three young kids. Yeah. The things they're doing, the thoughts they're having to be able to do that, the fact that they planned this whole setup of leave one of the kids bloody in a van, wrap it in intestines, he'll then tell them the correct things. I know they'll tell he'll tell them the correct things. Yeah. And we'll get rid of them. Do you, you think stuff, damn Do you think there's more of them? Do you think perhaps this is gonna be a community of some sort and these kids are I don't know, because a community we've only of seen them. Psycho children. There's been, like, no hints at all that there's more people. Um, no, that's the thing. And I still, I'm curious as to what it is they're protecting. Well, I'm guessing they're home. I'm but... guessing it's their home. I reckon this could have a link to their parents when they lost their parents. Yeah. There'll be some sort of link there, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, not expected. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. It was proper weird. Um... But yeah, man, I mean, I think that's everything in the episode. I think we've covered pretty much everything. Was there any other points or any other things you want to go into more detail on? The sharp shot. I always want to talk about that shot. Which shot? The the shot where he hits the axe. <laughs> that See, shot. I, I was kind of kind of deliberately avoiding that. Um, I've only ever done that. That's the only the second yeah. time I've done that. And you're like... Wow. Yeah. So, so first of all, I think it's important to say one that is actually possible. 
<laughs> that is yeah if you've ever seen a wild west show which i have the wild west show in the uk does tour they do do trick shots like can i that. now admit something really sad yes i watched the episode last night yeah as soon as the episode finished i was on youtube trying to find out if it could be yeah done. i was like <laughs> yeah. that can't be real watch yeah. youtube clips yeah, yeah, yeah. damn it actually yeah. happens yeah what? no it's it's uh incredible uh accuracy incredible now one of the things we've known about him from the start he is a sharpshooter. The guy is phenomenal. Yeah. And I always kind of liked that the background to that wasn't like, oh, I was an army ranger. Not like tough, tough, tough guy. It was, you know, I used to do like a kid's performances. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he also yeah. mentions he used to be a police officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He we, We've known that about him. I just like the cause... fact that he drops in because obviously Dwight knows... From the original episodes, yeah, that the leader was an ex sheriff, yeah, in Rick, yeah, in Rick, and now he's only really met John and June, who say yeah. there's others. So his instant assumption must be that John's the leader, yeah, oh, potentially cop guy. Well, I don't really think the group has a defined leader. As I such. would say it's Morgan purely because he seems to be the one telling them what to do. Yeah, but at the same kind of... time. Yeah, the your life all... is precious angle is very much his, but Alicia, um, you know, I think takes charge more yep. than, uh, which I think it's just down to her, her natural character really, um, which yeah. I like. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, that shot was kind of insane and kind of awesome. Um, and I like the fact that we reinforce, not ram it down our throats, but reinforce on a regular basis just how good a shot John is. Yeah, because I, I kind of think that that's a critical character point for him in things and knowing that means that it's one hell of a weapon to have because <laughs> the vast majority of people dealing with apocalypse are all kind of used to carrying guns now i'd expect you know anybody yeah but this is a guy who is seriously good um and i like the fact that now we're kind of seeing this trusting develop between june and john whereas her gun jams yeah, he turns around to face her, but there's no kind of sprinting over. I must protect you, sort of thing, because he yeah. knows she's going to deal with it. Yeah, she looks after herself, which is great. And uh, yes, it's another another sign of sort of the group are learning about each other as well. Yeah, um, and uh, getting stronger, really stronger as a group. But yeah, so uh, the Western episode is. <laughs> I'm just going to dub it. Um, uh, yeah, I did smile a lot. I've, I've pointed out a couple of things. I was a bit like, what? But overall, for me, there was a lot in that episode which has me looking forward to next week, which should be the goal of any episodic TV show. Yeah, make us like for the next episode. Yeah, make us look forward to it. So, um, one of the things I want to add this week on the podcast is I've, uh, I've got a new gig. Um, I am now a writer, contributor for The Undead Walking um, Hell which yeah! Is a, which is a website. Um, my first piece was live this week. Uh, it was Father's Day, so I wrote a piece about Rick Grimes. You did. I've um, given it a read. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's, I left a I comment put, as well because I'm nice. Did you? Oh, wow, man! Thank you for that. Um, it went out on um, uh, our Facebook page. Um, you can find it on Twitter. The Undead Walking on Twitter. There's about forty odd thousand people follow them on there. So they are a very um, good page. To be fair, I've read a few articles on there. They are good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really nice team of people, um, all, all dedicated fans of the show and the comics. Um, I'm, I'm I'm learning because, you know, this is all very new to me. This is not something I've done before. 
but um, I'm learning from them. Um, one thing I've learned straight away is they appear to all be USA based, so I need to make sure I don't read in there at all until after I've watched the episode. <laughs> yeah, I've made that mistake, yeah. and they yeah. do seem they do very good at. They seem to have access to like previews. Yes, I'm gonna have to find and out how. I've been caught out a couple of times with their Twitter conversations. Yeah, they'll be talking yeah. about something, and I'll be like, "That hasn't happened." Ah, oh, uh, damn it, damn it. Yeah, don't tell me that. Yeah, so um, no, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, and I'm gonna be writing another thing this week. Um, possibly about John Dory, aka John Wayne. Um, the Western Man. Yeah, the the man, the myth, the legend. Um, I'll write it in such a way that everyone can read it in my dulcet Western tones, y'all. Oh, um, please do the whole thing as a Western piece. It'd be incredible. Yeehaw. Um But yeah, man, um, a big thank you to you, obviously, because you joined me to talk. Uh, big thank you to everybody for listening. Our Fear of the Walking Dead audience is a very quiet audience. You don't really get in touch with us. So I'm going to implore you this week, if you are listening, drop us a message on Facebook, uh, comment on something, drop us an email. We know you're listening. We see you. Literally, you, right there in red. I see you right now. No, okay, that's freaking somebody out. <laughs> Some, Weirdly, so, me. Yeah, so, someone's listening to this right now going, me? Me? <laughs> yeah, you, long hair. I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, Always we're watching. watching. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, a big thank you to everybody. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think, what's going on, what you're enjoying, what you're not. Uh, we'll talk about it next week on the show. But until next week... We're done. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.